Well, hello, everybody. It's Monday. Time to cuss out your boss. You know, the corporate lapdog that will never give you a raise. <laughs> Don't you wish? But seriously, I want to tell you about the confusion between fact and opinion concerning yours truly. You see... I just received an email from a listener named Steve in Prescott, Arizona, and he wanted to know how much of what I say is just my opinion. Well, Steve, it's a good question, and I'll do my best to answer it. And Steve, your support is very much appreciated. Before I get all full ass on into this mess, there are a few things about me and my show I want to clarify. Apparently, many people out there simply don't understand the difference between opinion and fact. If, for example, I said to someone that two and two is four, and they responded with, Well, that's like your opinion. I believe it's my opinion that two and two is five. Which in turn, I would say to them, you believe what you will, but your opinion doesn't mean shit because reality says it's otherwise. You see, folks, I want to leave no doubt. I want to be crystal clear with you that unless I state specifically otherwise, Unless I say I'm uncertain or some of the ideas concerning a certain subject I'm discussing during any episode of my show are actually a bit up in the air, I believe 100% in what it is I'm saying. I say what I mean, and I mean what I say. There's no fucking mystery here. There's nothing coming out of my mouth. So, whether it be good, bad, or ugly, what I'm telling you is, to the best of my knowledge, the objective and verifiable truth. There is, of course, an old adage that everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Well, I take issue with that old adage. Matter of fact, of all the idiotic statements that have ever been made in human history, that one is definitely in the top 20. If you hold the opinion, such as the person I mentioned earlier, who actually believes that 2 plus 2 equals 5, my mentally sane belief system tells me without hesitation that you are either an idiot or in some other manner there is an impairment of your mental capacities. That is to say, such a person is not only wrong, but they are certainly not entitled to be. And the reason why a person should not be entitled to their opinion is that in very many cases in life, wrong information can lead to serious negative consequences up to and including a person ending up 
prematurely dead. Which is why I don't live my life based so much on opinion, but objective truth. This is the value of what you learn from the philosophy of realism. So, do you understand what I'm saying here? I mean, if so, then everything I'm saying, and I'm about to say here, is preaching to the choir. And if not, I would only ask that you have the courage and intellectual honesty to re-examine your own opinions. And of course, you could reach out to me on my website, which is in the description below, and ask anything you damn well please. So at this point, if you are wondering how or why it is that so many people simply cannot seem to understand not only the difference between truth and opinion, but stubbornly cling to an opinion, even when it's patently false and can easily be proved otherwise. Buckle up. I'm about to tell you the how and why. One of the simplest reasons why people can have such a hard time accepting when they're wrong is that they are simply pig-headed. They can be very stubborn. The other reason is a bit more complex. It's what I refer to as the house of cards theory. Are you with me so far? With the house of cards theory, people's personal identities are built on their own personal belief systems. And there's nothing wrong with that per se. As a matter of fact, Everything that I've been telling you, not only in this episode, but in previous episodes as well, is a direct reflection of my belief systems. No mystery here. Most people, of course, understand this. But where the problem comes in is when those belief systems are not only wrong, but sometimes seriously wrong. Everything that flows from that is inherently, well, wrong. And depending on what those things are, not only can it be very harmful to a person's life, but also very harmful to all the people around them. And that certainly is not good. But people can tend to resist their own deeply ingrained dysfunctional narrative because oftentimes the process of replacing a dysfunctional narrative you know, with a functional one can, and sometimes does, cause a person to feel as though their life is imploding, like a house of cards, because their foundations are based on so many false beliefs and narratives, it's very weak, so they avoid the much-needed rebuilding process by living in denial. If you know or have known anyone dealing with addiction, for example, you should know exactly what the hell I'm talking about and how difficult and exhausting it can be to deal with that shit. At this point, I would like to think that I've made it very clear as far as my communication is concerned here, 
I guess the only thing that I could add to this is that sometimes within the context of what I'm saying on any given subject, I make a fucking joke. So I guess, while I have your attention, I may as well be perfectly clear and unambiguous with that as well. There is once again an old adage which says that if they can't take a joke, fuck them. Which is an adage that in this case, I believe is not only fitting, but one that I happen to agree with 100%.